<laughs> you about to get all it's the oh no, no it's I, I, i'm trying to, i'm helping you here i'm pushing you oh, okay. along all right yes. <laughs> I sh- don't you let keep... me end your momentum help let me be like a wave that's like a surf think of like surfing you're surfing the machine right now okay i'll surf the machine all right so what whatever you do i'm just gonna push forward yes yes all right oh don't know should we get on to kinks nope <laughs> Not yet. fetishes nope no one thing first Welcome to episode four of the Screams and Moans podcast, the podcast about movies and sex, but not together, because that would be porn. Oh, is that you moaning? (laughs) Today I have with me the machine from Friday After Work podcast. Hello. Hi. How are you? (laughs) I'm all right. It's good to be on your little internet show. On the show on the internet? Yes. Yes. the The tube show. (laughs) <laughs> so uh how how have you been i have been fair to medium lately we have the polar vortex like uh that's what like the fucking media called it yeah oh yeah we knew all about that up in minnesota <laughs> they were really hyping up the polar vortex like it was going to be the end of end of all creation but of um, humanity yeah. yeah like it was going to be in that did you ever see that movie uh about global warming and Al Gore, what was it? Uh, was that the Inconvenient Truth? That no, one? Not that dumb movie. Look, we got <laughs> ice cubes. They're in the water. They're not going to raise the sea level. Not that one. The uh, one with um, it had that fucking guy in it. I'm drawing a blank. Oh, I must not have seen it. No, nah, it was like everything froze like immediate. Like the current slowed down. Global warming movies. Let me see here. We're going to get into some other left-wing fucking globalist bullshit that's about the... But we're going to talk about global warming first. Um, I've taken over your show here for a minute. I was going to say, well, when you were coming on my show, I figured things might get a little political, so... <laughs> get a little interesting. The day after tomorrow. The day... I have seen the day after tomorrow. Yeah. So you remember in that movie when everything froze, like, and went to negative whatever it is where you live everywhere all at once? Yes. And it, like, froze everything <laughs> in its place? And that's what that they was, were. That's what they were hyping up the polar vortex and 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 Georgia as it was fucking ridiculous. Which actually, that movie came out in two thousand four, so maybe it was a ten year conspiracy. Oh, Ooh. in government conspiracies. Speaking of conspiracies, <laughs> yeah, we've got the movie Elysium today. Yes, which, Elysium. Uh, woohoo! That fucking bitch in South Africans in it. deadly south africans yes yes it's right (laughs) you do the accent pretty well Uh, that's right right. no it it gets a little scottish 
Nah. <laughs> God, it's, it's better than I would do. It's a really me. hard one because you got to somehow like put German and English in together, like the you've you've got the harsh in a, like in a Dutch in there as well. In the Dutch accent. It's it's really quite a synthesis. Yeah, it's not just straight on. I so can't. Uh... I thought what was cool about Elysium. It was done by that director that did um, that did District Nine. It was done by the director that did District Nine, right? Yeah. Yeah. District 9 was a good one, and it was kind of this... I, I felt like it had a similar kind of plot in the sense that I felt like he drew off of his experience in South Africa and under apartheid and all that. All right, that. like his own background, actually, because he's from South Africa as well, correct? Right. Yeah, he's, I think he's from yeah. uh, Pretoria. See, the weird thing about South Africa is, like, instead of having one capital, I think it has, like, four capitals. What? Yeah, it's this weird setup where they have like the, um, let's see, South African. This is the nice part about the internet. We can just look it up. Yeah, it's South African capitals. Yeah, there's three capitals: Cape Town, Pretoria. Okay, so unlike most other countries around the world, South African has not one but three capitals. So more. What? So you know how there's three branches of our government. Yes. Imagine if each branch had a city. That's how that shit. That's how it's divided. Yeah. So this Pretoria, Cape Cape Town, and Bloemfontein, Bloemfontein, which is sounds very Afrikaner. Um, the concept dates back to the creation of the Union in South Africa, where conflicting views on which city should hold the capital led to this compromise. So there's so some... instead of picking one, they're like, okay, well we can't decide, so we're going to keep yeah. them all. Right, right, and so each one, each city is its own base of the branch of the branches of the government. So Pretoria is where the president is; it's like the executive branch, and then Cape Town is the legislative capital, and Bloemfontein is the judicial capital. It's where they like where the Supreme Court would be if it was the United States. That's how oh. South Africa works, bitches. Oh, that's right. we're getting an education on this episode. <laughs> Sorry. You're gonna school me. <laughs> yeah, you just got schooled. Oh, we need one of those little like. Uh, <laughs> what am I thinking of? Like a little sound bite for that. You yeah. just got schooled. You just got. You just got talked to you pedagogically. Anywho, mm. so speaking of all these politics, though, <laughs> we've got Elysium, which uh, takes place in 2154, and um, basically, it's about. Um, a habitat built out in space it's by space. all the. What are you doing? Well, nothing. The carry on. <laughs> habitat in space. Uh, yes, <laughs> a habitat out in space where um, all the wealthy uh, politicians can go and live. Meanwhile, meanwhile, the rest of society is relinquished to the earth and. <laughs> hidden messages <laughs> yes um <laughs> so it it starts out though actually just showing um max the main character um as a boy as, as matt he's, damon as he's birthed is, in a mexican hospital um and I, yeah it starts out with the in the orphanage when he's a little boy mm -hmm. a wee and lad a wee lad <laughs> But yeah, so you're introduced to Max and his uh, little girlfriend, 
Frey um, running around as children, both orphans. Are they playing doctor the... at the time? I can't remember. Oh, I don't know. But they were running around to... as orphans, the two of them frolicking in the uh, in the slum. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yes. And through the slums as he uh, stole things for her and uh, read books together. Yes, read books and, and committed petty criminal crimes. Yeah, you know, orphan what you stuff. Do. I mean, there was no choice, really. It's L.A. South Central. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> so then after we're introduced to them as children and, well, the poignant scene where the sister tells Max that she's sure that he's destined to do something great in this world. Which is what sisters say to every little boy, but whatever. I know, that's exactly what I thought. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> yep, that's what they feed them so that they don't commit suicide. Yeah. Oh, I mean, here's a little hope for you, child. Now, don't starve. <laughs> <laughs> I know your parents are both dead or they, you know. <laughs> and I'll probably be dead soon, too. I'll just abandon you like all the rest. But, you know, you... You keep hope. You're destined for greatness. You're bound for greatness. <laughs> You're special. So they're in the... So, carry on. No, it's fine. Um, but then, of course, it fast forwards to the current day, which is, yeah, 2154. And we've got Max is now a hardened criminal who's trying to make it good by working. Is he a hardened criminal or is he just a victim of this like really rigid social control system? Oh, that could be debated, huh? Yeah. I, I mean, mean, they do really try to show the way in which. There's yeah, no I mean, mercy in this society. I was going to say, you definitely have to fight just to survive in this and society. And if you fight too much, you get fucking tagged by the government and you're done. Yep. You should be happy for what you have, yeah. for what little you have. Yeah. What little scrap of goodness, what little scrap of. Mm. Exactly. And, and if not, the government droids will come in and fucking yeah, smack nah. your ass down. Yeah, <laughs> those fucking droids are badass, too. But I digress. Yeah, well, no, I was going to say, it's just, I mean, when he's heading to work and walking through, again, the slums. And if anyone's played wait, Mass Effect, those droids in that movie, or in that video game, are like that. It's They're just fucking badass, and they shoot guns awesomely. Oh, I have not played Mass Effect of all the video games. But is that a first-person shooter? Now that it's we're like getting a, off track. <laughs> it's a first-person shooter slash, uh, like, um, a first-person shooter role-playing game. It's pretty fucking okay. awesome, actually, because a lot of the scenes, uh, especially in Elysium on the space station, yeah. look exactly like a space station scene from the video game. So it's almost like the video game inspired this movie. So I, I would say that they would be hard-pressed to say to me that Mass Effect is not a antecedent of the visual effects in this movie. If they were to say that was not true, they would be lying. Because they had to have seen Mass Effect while they were doing this, even if they came up with it independently and go, oh no, wait a minute, that shit came first. And that's exactly like what we're doing. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> I've got this great idea. I've seen yeah. it before. Oh, fuck. <laughs> they still beat you to it. I mean, you all th you always think of stuff. You're like, hmm, Velcro. Fuck. You know. <laughs> always after the fact. Right. You know. Definitely. I mean, whoever thought of that little thing that chirps when you put on your keychain, like, so you can find your keys if they're lost? Yeah. I got one of those the other day. You got one? Made in China. Fuck me. 
It's already been made and someone's making money off it. Lots of money, probably. Yeah. China money. Anyway, carry on. Yes, but no one on no one on this version of Earth was making any money, that's for sure. <laughs> well, someone was making money and it wasn't the people that didn't have the money. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. And um but Some no, I mean factories. <laughs> I guess what I meant by he's trying to make it good is he's trying to earn money by working at this factory. He's trying to make something of himself and the, the way to do yeah. that is to the only way I think without resorting to crime would be through some kind of blue collar work what of that still exists when in a highly automated society right which actually yeah he's making the robots so it's like a whole loop out of a job (laughs) pretty much well and um he's training his replacement you remember the government bureaucrat what was that? Remember the government bureaucrat when he went in, or the police person was like a little robot? Like, yes. Everything he interfaced with in society was a robot. Yeah, from the bus stop to the parole officer. Right. That parole officer was... A fucking <laughs> asshole. It's like, okay, no sense of humor, you jerk off. Hello? Uh, before we start, I'd just like to explain... to Costa. Violation of Penal Code 2219. Today, bus stop 34B. Yes, that's exactly what I wanted to talk to you about. You see, I believe there's been a misunderstanding. Immediate extension of parole by a further eight months. Wait, what? No, 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 no. I can explain what happened. I just made a joke. And, uh, you know... Stop talking. Elevation and heart rate detected. Would you like a pill? No. Thank you. What I'd like to do is explain Stop what happened. Personality matrix suggests a 78.3% chance of regression to old behavior patterns. Grand Theft Auto. Assault with a deadly weapon. Resisting arrest. Would you like to talk to a human? No, I am okay. Thank you. Are you being sarcastic and or abusive? Negative. Are you being sarcastic? <laughs> Would you like a pill? <laughs> yes. Which Alex Jones had a problem with, but I digress. <laughs> that's true um so yeah i mean it's basically interacting with robots and yeah the best way to kind of make something for yourself is actually to um comply in a way and that whole just basically being obedient to try to work the system until uh the day where he has an accident on the job so oh, um, and that shit was neglect too like Spoiler alert, um, if you let's just go ahead and say that if you uh, haven't seen Elysium, stop now, go watch this and come back to this because it will not be fun for you from here on out. Yeah, this pretty much ruins it for you if yeah. you have not seen the movie. <laughs> so motherfucker gets something caught in the machine, right? And the machine is this it's 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 a way of baking this coating, I think, onto the uh Correct, and it has a lot of radiation, so there's yeah. these heavy doors, and the door gets jammed. And so he tries to go in and get it, but he's like, no, nah, I can't get it. And then his supervisor walks over and's like, hey, so what are you doing there? Go get that out of there, or I'll find someone who will, and you'll be out of a job. And he's like, oh, fuck. And he goes in, and the door shuts. Yeah, I totally saw that coming. You knew that was going to fucking happen, though. Yeah, I saw the previews. <laughs> fucking movies these days, I tell you what. Anyway, carry on. Without even seeing the fucking previews. Come on. That was in the previews, though. It sucked. I was like, ah. Um. So anyway, so, so, so he got irradiated, and um, they dragged him out. They had to go get a robot to pull him out of it. Because it was so much radiation just, like, leeching off everything. <laughs> yeah, there's all these 
beta particles just dripping off his ass and it's cancer causing shit. And so he goes to this like robot hospital where it's just the robots are taking, you know, that's who needs doctors now? Fuck us. Um, and there's robots like, ah, oh, you got five days to live. Go fuck yourself. This will make you feel like a million bucks until you die. Here's some fucking pills. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Come again. <laughs> hey, that was racist. Brought to you by <laughs> President Patel of Elysian. Pretty much. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. so once he he knows that he only has five days to live, um, and the other piece of that is they played a lot on the healthcare system, so showing how uh, illegal immigrants would try to come to Elysium to get healed in these amazing machines that basically can cure any ailment as long as you have a code on your arm. And you have to say what there's this dude, there's this Mexican dude, and I think that's what Alex Jones was talking about. And the Mexican dude runs, he has a way of hacking into the um, defense net around the air defense net, well, not air, I guess space defense net around the space station. And he can get ships in, um, but they have a very limited chance of getting in because they can get shot down by the uh, by the point defense. That you know, it's like the missiles and stuff that are near the rim of the space station. But if they can get past that, they can hop up on. So the space station is this giant wheel that spins around, and on the inside of this wheel, if you think about centripetal force, so it's spinning, so it's creating gravity on the inside of it, and so it like. The ship will come up and then on the inside of the wheel and then drop down into an atmosphere because there's gravity. So the air has weight. And so it's fucking cool. And so it, it'll crash. And inside all of these houses are these machines that will rejuvenate you. It's, it uses some kind of quantum tunneling bullshit technology to heal you back to the state of like what you are or if greater than 30 back to 30, you know? Yeah. I was going to say, pretty much everybody there was 30. Or younger. Like, they, yes. were, they were on their way to 30 where they stop <laughs> for eternity. <laughs> yes. So So what's fucked up about that is they pull this, like, this healthcare thing in. But see, all that shit's all bought and paid for. What do you mean? Those machines are bought and paid for. They can make a factory that makes those motherfuckers and everyone can live forever. But they choose not to. Because they're elitist assholes. <laughs> well, it's true, though. That's what they say about, like, life extension technology. Shit that'll keep you together for, you know, that long. It has to be, when invented, it has to be made available to everyone or there will be fucking mass riots. Like, it will be, people will be dying daily. Like, the whole world will be shaking in psychoticness because everyone will want to live forever. Oh, for sure. But, I mean, don't you think... Ugh. Don't you think it would be a lot? I mean, if you look at even now technology and healthcare, but that's the ultimate. People who have money have access. See, here's the thing, though: if you can get, if you can live forever, you can take out accident insurance, and the world's already safe. So then, the only way you're going to die, so you can take out unlimited insurance on yourself to live forever, because you'll be able to do shit forever forever so you don't have to it's like what they don't want to do is when you're dying and like when you have a right now we have finite lifestyle lifetimes i'm talking about indefinite lifetime in compared to our definite lifetimes which there is only so much money that we're worth before they'll just pull the fucking plug right where it's like oh you've hit your maximum yep done time to go 
<laughs> but this future that they portray in this movie is so much more than that. It's a it's a future where there are machines that can be mass produced because they're in every home, right? So they just mass produce some motherfuckers because it's a post scarcity world. We can start going to the stars. We can start loading up spaceships full of people that are going to live forever. As long as their spaceship doesn't get destroyed along the way, they will be able to colonize the universe. Yeah. So what the fuck are they holding it back for? Oh. Access. <laughs> what access? It's all bullshit. The whole concept of money at that point is ridiculous. If you pull away the finite nature of life, human life, if you pull that finite nature away... Our whole edifice of insurance, of civilization, of all this shit changes. So do you think it was realistic what they portrayed then in the movie? I thought I don't think it'll ever get that bad. Okay. Because they'll never be allowed to go away to their space station and make their shit. And be its own little yeah, because, utopia. Right. That just will not be allowed. There will be some, like, that, that I don't think that that thing was big enough to, like, counteract China. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying? It's just... They'd need China to build it. There I mean, would be some kind of psycho people's revolt that would be like the super space cruiser of the people that will come around. And I, I just don't think it would get that bad. Right. Oh, there would be huge revolts. And yeah. It wouldn't ever be... They wouldn't be allowed to leave. They might try, but they wouldn't make well, it. Well, Elon Musk is working on it, but I digress. <laughs> so... So, we'll get back. Uh, so, he's been exposed to radiation. And, and he's been he's told got five, he has five days to live. Five days is all he has to live. So, at this point, he'll do anything to earn that ticket we'll see, he's thinking, to Elysium. In five days' time, you will die. Thank you for your service. They can fix it on Elysium, man. I need to get to Elysium. Whoever has this power to override their whole system. Hey, bring down the boom saw! This ain't gonna kill me. You can save everyone. We're gonna break into the most heavily guarded place in the universe. Oh, yeah. He's thinking the same insanity we're thinking, like, oh my god, up there in that wheel in the sky. Wheel in the sky! Oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> that wheel in the sky has got these little beds in it that he can lay in for five seconds and he's cured. And he's good. He's good. He's back. He's good. Matt and Damon. he's been dreaming about that place since he was a kid. Woo! As we know from earlier in the movie. Mm -hmm. When he was <laughs> when the Mexican slum because somehow it was Mexican. Yes. Was it Mexican? Am I, I think am I it just looked trying to be too PC. Mm. No, it looked Mexican. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of non-PC. <laughs> we, we don't have Mexicans up here. We only have Canadians. Because we're all Canadian in Minnesota. <laughs> you making fun of my accent already? Yeah, I went from fucking Mexican to Minnesota. Minnesota. Yes. We have lots of Mexicans in Minnesota. Yes, they come for the jobs. <laughs> And the fishing, so many lakes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, CC. <laughs> this is going to become a thing, I think. <laughs> You're the second uh, guest to make fun of my... 
of your Canuck Minnesotan accent. accent. Yeah, you're not even making fun of my redneck accent from down south. Down south. That's because it's sexy as hell, and you can't stand it. Oh my gosh, I'm trying to hold back because we record right now. Yeah, <sighs> the southern accent is way sexier than the than that fucking sub Canadian accent that podcast horror has. I'm just saying. Oh, I beg to differ. Sub Canadian. It is not sub Canadian. The only reason you're not Canada is because some president back in the day said, we're going to make the United States north of this fucking parallel or south of this parallel. And Minnesota happened to be south of that fucking parallel. If not for that. Is that what they teach in your backward schools down there? No, that's what they (laughs) teach on Wikipedia, (laughs) which is peer reviewed by Minnesotans. Jesse Ventura gets on that motherfucker. Jesse Ventura. Who lives in Mexico now. Who lives in Mexico. And he's best friends with Alex Jones. We've just made the full circle on that one. Mm -hmm. Oh, see, it it all comes back to Mexico. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) speaking of, then you also have his his girlfriend has grown up now, Frey. And she's hot, too. Anyway. She is pretty hot. Yeah, she's totally fuckable. <laughs> Carry on. Gotta have hot women in movies. I mean... No, this is hot women in the poor future. That's yeah. what happens in slums. Your sister that... or Were they sisters? No. It wasn't Who? that creepy. They were just pals. No. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they were just pals. And um, she's grown up and become a nurse, actually. So, um, <laughs> yeah, so and she's uh, taking care of him now because he's all been irradiated. Yes. And he's not, <laughs> didn't he promise her earlier in the movie that he was going to get to that big wheel in the sky that keeps on burning? Yes. Well, I'm pretty sure he promised it since childhood and that he was going to bring her along, that he wouldn't leave her. And in then the hilarity desolate. ensued. <laughs> oh. <laughs> not true so um (laughs) well she takes care of him twice and she takes care of him after those droids attack him at the bus stop and that's where the first time you kind of see the hospital conditions (laughs) because of the obamacare oh no when the obamacare comes out yeah this is not yeah that will release him this is not about obamacare (laughs) about the obamacare but uh yeah we are getting a little bit ahead of ourselves though because in between the second time that she um helps him out he gets that surgery to get the cool oh, yeah. he goes ninja see- exoskeleton he goes and sees the mexican yeah because he wants a ticket to elysium so yes, um, he knows he can get him there he's like i don't want to get you to elysium what can you do for me uh i'll, I'll get in there I'll die. Yeah, pretty much he's like, I will do anything. And he's like, no other, you know, no other criminal will do this job. And, um, it's, yeah, basically data retrieval. Yeah. You've got to go up there with this USB key. <laughs> we're going to implant <laughs> it in your brain. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to plug you into the big, the, that, it, which ends up so crazy. For, you, for you Linux nerds out there, it ends up being a Linux shell. At least in a big <laughs> Linux shell, so... Oh, see, I'd have to rely on your geekiness for that bit. Hey, Linux. Uh. <laughs> With the little penguin. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck your penguin. Anyway. The little clip that kind of goes in his brain looks a little like a penguin. Isn't that... F- um, oh, 
Yeah, and so when they're putting the exoskeleton suit on this motherfucker, like they they show this cutout where they stick this thing in the back of his brainstem. Yeah, that was kind of brutal. Yeah, and Welcome that to was the future. They must have some super antibiotics because that shit was not sterilized. Dude, they were like, <laughs> they're smoking pot. There's like, shit hey man, everywhere. come in here. We give you the surgery, eh? <laughs> Hey, man, you take some of this and you get put the fuck out. Because, you know, it's the future. They've got some genetically engineered ganja. Like, this shit. Oh, I'm sure. It's pure. It's 101% THC. They somehow <laughs> got over 100% with a natural substance and made it synthetically 101% THC. It's awesome. Because they're future. that good in the future. It's the fucking future. Hey, man. <laughs> the maker's going to shine, yeah? <laughs> So yeah, they uh <laughs> all the PAs are Jamaicans. So, <laughs> so he has this super dodgy surgery to get on this old nin it's a couple generations old ninja. <laughs> yeah, but it still works. Oh yeah. It's it's like a he's he pulled out the seventies muscle car of exoskeleton suits. Pretty much. But he's still uh He ain't he ain't driving a Lexus, but he's got a he's got a muscle car. There's no doubt about that. He'll whoop your ass in a fight. Oh, he definitely whooped some ass in yeah. numerous fights. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that shit's slinging this massive amount of steel all over the road. It's crazy. <laughs> yes. So, essentially, they're sent to... Well... <laughs> so, the company that he's working for... Uh, is he an owner? Manager? Who? Carlisle? Oh, oh the, the dude? That with yeah. the from Elysium that is in the factory, correct? Yeah, that dude. Um, I think he is just like the guy. I, you know, he built that whole company or built it in air quotes. Um, he man, he was like the uh, the Elysium guy. The Elysium say they're the um, the commissar or the entrepreneur or the CEO of that. Yeah, that's what I was trying to say. So yeah. he's like the CEO or president of. He runs that shit. He he does make comments like he built the company, like that whole like um I mean it probably was entrepreneurial at some point, you know. But it it morphed into this like super evil oppression machine. Oh, for sure. <laughs> right. For sure. This Armadine Corp. Right. Um But yeah, so he um he can't even stand breathing the air down there, basically. Well, gross, <laughs> he just wants to fuck get the that. fuck out. <laughs> but but he ends up being people. the mark for this job because he has some very important information yeah, in his Yeah, he has information brain. that can hack into that system and reboot the whole motherfucker and make it all like... It can basically make all the people of Earth citizens of Elysium, which means all the free health care in Obamacare would rain from the sky. So, yes, we've got Obamacare rain... <laughs> the possibility of Obamacare, Obamacare unicorns and Obamacare mushrooms and and marshmallows, mushrooms, oh, marshmallows, and herbs. <laughs> that's a different kind of Obamacare. No, that's the kind of Obamacare that would rain from the Elysium skies. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. Mm. <laughs> I mean, just look at it. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so so he yes. goes off with his knowledge into the sky in his little private spaceship that um has two little guys that come with him. He's got these, like... Uh, Personal these bodyguards, essentially. Robot thugs, if you will. Yeah. 
that are there to uh, protect him at any cost. Yes. So, um, well, there's a cost. It's whatever he's worth. <laughs> <laughs> Which is honest. a lot. Yes. Because uh, basically, yeah, he has the whole reboot sequence in his brain yeah and he's coming up to help out jodie foster which is a bitch she's like the uh the defense secretary of this elysium yeah but she's had enough of the fucking president she's like fuck that guy <laughs> and so she's got all these little agents on uh well wait so what happens speed dial i'm going yeah. ahead of myself here go ahead you carry you, on. you want me okay yeah <laughs> so basically they have this plan to hijack uh, this Carlisle and get the information out of his brain. So when they see, you know, him and the droids take off to launch, they uh, plant an explosive on his ship and uh, take it down. There appears to be two occupants. They are armed, and I'd like them dead. And this is all being witnessed and watched as well uh, by Elysium because anything that happens to their citizens is like immediately notifies uh, Jodie Foster's character, Secretary Delacourt. Yeah, Delacourt, that cunt. Oh, she's an icy bitch too. Oh, that's just a cunty sounding name. Delacourt. Oh, fucking Delacourt's here. See Delacourt walk in? That fucking cunt. Oh, I hate that Delacourt. She's such a bitch oh, did you see what she wore she smells like dried cum every time she walks by it's just fucking disgusting Ugh. that's why her suits were white i know right her pantsuits Ugh. enough of those little short dresses too Ugh. you remember that hillary Clinton cunt Ugh. the one who got sucked out in airlock a couple weeks ago oh yeah <laughs> yeah she oh yeah she was from the earlier days yeah back oh back like you know tw- you know the early 21st century yeah yeah yeah, she somehow got one of the pills early before they started building this little space station. Yeah, sucked out Nerlock. That's how it can end for you, too. <laughs> so, basically, she's a big old cunt. and uh, But she's tired wheels. of the fucking president. She's a little Aryan-looking, too, which is even funnier. Well, you know, that's a whole other video yeah, clip you would about blonde hair and blue what eyes. I am saying, taking off as a space station? <laughs> the space station belongs to me now. The Indian cannot be in power. President Patel, you are dispatched to an airlock. Yes, yes. Goodbye. Thank you. Come again. Not this you, time. You, not this makes time. You think of like, you are the weakest link. Goodbye. You are the weakest link. Thank you. Come again. <laughs> so, um, yeah, she basically plans this whole coup. So she needs Carlisle and right. his brain. Because Carlisle has the coup, the coup program in his brain. And the idea here is is that Mr. Uh, Matt, da- Matt Damon Matt Damon's going to come in in a super suit 
and hack the system and make it make all the people of Earth citizens instead of just the Carlisle bitch. Or not Carlisle, right, but, but the... But going into it, he doesn't know that that's what he's getting. Davenport. Right? Because that's a whole other twist. Yeah, he doesn't it's, know that shit yet. He just knows he's sent to get some information out of Carlisle's brain. But he's... So they, they download the information as they know, uh, well, Delacorte calls in her secret <sighs> assassin... Yeah, oh, that fucking guy. It was the guy who played the uh, the bureaucrat in District 9. But now he's back with this big, massive Afrikaner beard. And a mass. he's just, he's just like super badass, dude. He's a psychopath. He, he doesn't give a fuck about anyone. Yeah, he's just fucking crazy. And he's not even supposed to be in commission, but she needs to get this shit done. So she, re- she reinstates this guy, which means basically his bank account's back open and he can go start going crazy again. And he's got these spa- he's got these crazy spaceships, and he sounds South African, but if you thought he wasn't South African, you won't be mistaken when you see his ship with South African flags on it. And he's like all about it. it's got the Springbok on the front, <laughs> just in case you yeah. were confused. It's just in case there was any ambiguity. This is a South African national, and he's proud of it. And his name Bitches. is <laughs> his name is Kruger. Kruger, yes. And so um, he's so, on his way. Three undocumented ships are approaching Elysium airspace. This is Activate Kruger. Kruger is the villain of the film. A highly formidable ex-Special Forces guy turned agency hitman. 1832 Shoot them down. He's shooting these missiles into orbit. <laughs> Like, that that was some sus- <laughs> suspension of belief there. Those no, you could do that shit with the right propellant. Apprehend the target at all costs. That distance? Yeah, you could do it. Charlton is either the most professional actor around or just the most insane person. That's Matt Damon talking about. He's got this crazy South African psycho There's accent. Something about it's awesome. him. Ah! Watch. Raw determination and intensity. He's a villain you haven't really experienced before. You think you can get to me? I'm just getting started. Oh, I'm scared. Started. It's just a flesh wound. So, not to cut ahead too much, but he gets his face blown off at one point. Anyway, carry on. Yeah. <laughs> not to jump ahead, but. Yes. Face blown <laughs> off. Kruger rules. So, Kruger is activated. Yeah, he's activated, and he's on the fucking hunt, so he's taking out those thieves one by one. But they realize that um, in the midst of all of this, that the data was actually taken from Carlisle. And Motherfucker! So, they're <laughs> so they are not to uh, to kill Matt Damon's character, Matt Max. No, they must keep him slightly alive. They've got to take him back to the station! That's right. But uh, he manages to sneak away by hiding under an old woman's pig cart. That's what I would do. You know, Yo, please give me that pig cart. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, y'all get yeah. that can smell my shit. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, carry on. And um, so yeah, he eludes it and uh, finds his way to just outside the hospital so he, where he runs into his old friend Frey who uh, wants him to go inside but at this point basically um, all the droids and 
um, all the technology everywhere basically is hunting him. Yeah, he's got to hide because he's got to get in a Faraday cage somewhere because he's going to get caught. Oh, yeah. And uh, he knows he's in deep shit. He's in deep doo-doo, as it were. <laughs> you can say shit. It's a podcast. Deep fuck shit. I already said shit and <laughs> cunt and all those other words earlier. Remember I called oh. Jodie Foster a cunt? Yep. Carry on. So, yeah, she heals him up in her house, and she wants... Uh, Not that she sucked his dick, but just that he actually actually did take care of him because she does have medical training of some sort. Yes. Well, this podcast does include sex. That scene isn't part of it. She does actually just heal up his wound. She does fellatio him at some point, doesn't she? Uh, I don't remember that, but I'm sure she would have. Yes. We'll read into it. Yes. Yes, definitely. She had the hots for Matt Damon. Matt Damon. She did. Hey, it's Matt Damon with some tattoos. I would fuck Matt Damon, and I'm not, I'm straight as they come. But yeah, and they find out, you know, she wants, once she knows that he's doing this job to get a ticket to Elysium, she wants him to take her as well because her daughter. Oh, she's all fucked le- up, isn't she? She has leukemia. Oh, that's fucking blood cancer. Yes, so it's kind of her only hope, and you and know it affects she's seen, children's oftentimes, so it's really fucking horrible. Um, she's seen all these sick kids though, and basically, I mean, even her superior was like, "What do you think this is, Elysium? Like, right? you can't fucking treat these kids like fucking, fucking unlimited send them resources. Home. Go fuck yourself. Go send them home to fucking die. Yeah, who cares? So, I mean, little microwave energy coming down, fucking make us all fine. But who cares? Fuck us. Fuck yeah. us. Elysium rules. You're an idiot. Get We're all of- fucked, so... Get out of my office. Yeah, pretty much. And so, I mean, she's fed up with the system as well. But, um, yeah, he pretty much tells her, like, nope, sorry, can't do it. Even after the kid does this touching, telling him a story, you know, based off the book that they used to read as kids. Yeah, because they're still reading books somehow. Because you know this place is infiltrated with Amazon Kindles. I find it hard to believe there's any fucking books. It's all Kindles. The Kindles just rain from the sky. They're basically free now anyway. Right? Well, you know, maybe it's like a post-apocalyptic thing. So maybe technology. So Jeff Bezos is the overlord of Earth society. (laughs) (laughs) He's the corporate director. (laughs) Future Jeff Bezos. Rejuvenated Jeff Bezos. 30-year-old Jeff Bezos. Oh, no. So, you know, basically, I mean, he knows that she's going to be in trouble if he stays there. So He's got to go. He's got to fucking go. Um, and here comes Kruger. Yes, that was, that was kind of brutal. I don't know, that scene with her was pretty intense. Like, I won't when cut he your cunt out if you don't tell me where she went. Yeah, oh. Oh, he's And a... like, I don't, I don't believe in violence against children, so cover Until your I fucking eyes. To. Oh. Fucking brutal. Oh, yeah. He's a psychopath, dude. (laughs) Full on. Um, But, I mean, he kind of knows what's up. So he takes her and the kid in the fucking ship. He knows where his bread is buttered is where it is. And he knows that he can get his bread buttered if he gets Matt Damon. And Matt Damon can be got. Through her? With mother and child. Yes. Because he was just there. And it's so convenient because all of a sudden, child has a ride to Elysium where she can get cured. Right? But before that, he goes and sees um, the head criminal guy. Oh, the Mexican. Yes. (laughs) We'll just refer to him as the Mexican the entire time. Mexican. So he goes and sees his Mexican pal. 
Yes. And um, that's when he, you know, he starts downloading the data and seeing, you know, because he's like, well, if it's corrupt, I still want to, you know, get a see what's in there. And as he starts looking, he sees the the guy's eyes light up. So he's like, wait a fucking minute. Like, what is it that I got out of this guy's brain? And Uh, he tells him he's like, hey, you got some shit right before he dies. No, no. He's like, you've got the reboot program to make everyone a citizen of Elysium. And at that point, that's oh, where... Oh, yeah, because he looks at the code for two seconds and somehow gleans that fucking dude. Right? Just by looking at it. Yeah. I was a little skeptical of that. I'm like, wait a minute. There's no way he just looked at what looks like HTML swimming by. Right? Just flying by. Yeah. It's oh, a yeah. reboot sequence. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You see there? Right there. There's the fucking... Right there. It's fucking... It just went by. You couldn't even see it. It went by so fast. Fucking asshole. But there it was. Yeah, you can just see the pattern of the shape of the white space. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> That's the white space for reboot program, don't you know? Um, but um, so once he knows that, then he knows he's got a huge bargaining chip and that's going to be it. So he f- yanks the cord out because he doesn't want to give that shit away for free. Fuck no. He's like, this is my shit. That's mine's. Exactly. And... Um, so he runs out and basically finds one of the cameras droids that are looking for him and basically tells uh, Kruger to come get him. Kruger! <laughs> so, um, yeah. Well, holding a some sort of grenade as well. Yeah, well, that's how, that was his insurance. He was like, hey, Kruger, what's up, bitch? Oh, I got a grenade? See, if you hit me, I drop it and it explodes. So go fuck yourself. Yeah, he had the pin much. out. He had the pin out of that motherfucker. It was ready to go. Yeah, if he let go of the hammer, like the thing on the the, he would have to like it's done. You're done. Well, no, I guess you could put the pin back in, but you're fucked. Yeah, pretty much you're fucked. Yeah. Um. So and Kruger's all over his woman too. It's getting fucking dirty That's as right. usual. In He's movies. like, it ain't that. Yes. So. Eventually, they do start shit in the air, and uh, let's go with the grenade, and it blows off the side of his fucking face. <laughs> so they drag his ass when they get when they finally crash and everything. They cr- so quick fast forward. They crash onto the planet or onto the, onto the planet, but the in, in, inside of the, the rim of the wheel. And uh, correct, they're supposed to be all covert, but yeah, instead but no, they go com- crashing. They've through gone fucking completely suburbia. overt. Yeah. They fly. They they crash into a mansion. So they fucking drag him to a place where they can get his face reconstructed. And here's what happens. He ate that fucking grenade, eh? <laughs> but he's fine. His but brain's he's normal. So they're like, oh, it's just we'll just reconstruct his face. Fuck it. Here we go. And so they put him in this machine. And like, oh, it's so disgusting. His face, his skull is all sticking out. And he's like, hey, uh, and, and he got his head all put back together. And it just scans it, and he's all better. Yeah, 100% complete. And he's, he's got a new beard and everything. That grew quick. <laughs> hey, man, yeah, you got to put the, all you do is you put the atoms in place. Hey, boss. Hey, boss. Hey, boss. And now he's got his eyeballs back and everything. And he's like, yep. holy shit. Anyway, so. But now but now he knows as well about the data, and he uh, 
decides to be the psychopath that he is and go rogue. He um, wants to take over Elysium, so he goes and he stabs Cunt in the neck. Yep. Throws her in a fucking room. And, Pops uh, a jugular. It rolled. Yeah. <laughs> well, then he throws her into with Frey, and he's like, here, fucking like, help that. So, yeah, now um, Delacour is dead. Cunt is dead. Yep. Ding dong. The bitch is dead. <laughs> um, and... <laughs> and he's gonna go after Max himself because now he wants he wants control. And uh, but the Mexican has also arrived on the scene. Yes, yes. he has. He has indeed arrived. <laughs> so they're both after Max. He's the hacker dude. So they're all you know they're all going after the dude. And and about that time is when um, the doctors, you know, get him on the. Well, just before that scene, the doctors got him on the table and, you know, basically said, once we extract this from your brain, you're dead, you're dead, motherfucker. It's going to suck your it's going to suck your soul out and just throw it in the error buffer and say, go fuck yourself. That's it. Fuck your transcendentalism. You're not even going to go to heaven. If there is a heaven, you're not going there because your shit's getting sucked out in like. Entropy. But I mean, from there, it was kind of like, oh, okay, I know where the movie's going now. All right. Yeah. You know? Mexicans are going to take over the world. But there was that awesome fight scene in between. Uh, so It was okay. <laughs> I think, what, he ended up blowing up the, um, he ended up blowing Kruger up? Yeah, well, because Kruger got his own badass, like the latest badass suit on, and yeah. he becomes some ninja samurai warrior. With the- uh, I know Kung Fu. With the, with the exo suit, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they they get in a big old battle, and um, yeah, he thinks he has the upper hand, but uh, he ends up going over the edge. Now, boys, get up, come. Come on, you want more than that, I know you. You look a little bit dizzy, eh? 
They fought off Kruger. He's dead. Kruger. Kruger's yeah. dead. He got blown up by a grenade. So now we just have to worry about President... Is it President Patel? President <laughs> really Patel? Um, yeah, I guess. But doesn't he uh, kind of just capitulate? He's like, yes, well, we will come to some accommodation. <laughs> yes. No, he's isn't he the one running with the droids? Coming after them? He's running with yeah. the devil. Running with the devil. Oh. <laughs> Uh, so we're getting to the kind of final scene. So final scenes, final scenes. So we've got Frey and her daughter who have escaped and they're running towards a house. One of these mansions that are on the inner surface of this tire. Yes. And, um, they're going to book it there because, um, spider and Max are going to implement this program that'll reboot the whole system. Which means they can get the leukemia cleared from this little bitch's body. Yes. Um, She's not a bitch. But, I just said that because it like, flowed well, but then I realized it was very insensitive. So my fault. Yeah. Little kids aren't bitches. Uh, some people. Freedom isn't free. Ugh. Gonna keep my future guests above the Mason Dixon line. (laughs) (laughs) So we're at the kind of climax of the movie where for God's sakes. (laughs) 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 Not everything I say is dirty. It's legitimately the climax of the movie. This is where the movie shoots its load. Pretty much. Yes. So Spider realizes as well that it's going to take Max's life. But as we learned at the beginning, he was destined for something great. Oh, that's right, because his sister called it, didn't she? She's a fucking sage. That's right. Yeah. She knew. Not buying it. And, uh, bullshit. Or just, you know, coincidence. Bullshit. But, um, (laughs) and so he, you know, he's like, yep, go ahead, plug me in. And, you know, it's, Seeing, you know, she's just getting to the house. She's just getting her laid down. Well, and come on, it's a movie. It's time for Max and Frey to have their emotionally distraught conversation. And it's time for Matt Damon to die. Yeah, pretty much. Once he pushes that button, mm-hmm. it's done. And so he so, pushes the button and he goes, and then it, and the whole fucking system reboots. Yep. And, and everyone and, on Earth is entitled to the uh, super whammy health care. And the Obamacare droids descend, and everyone's day is saved. Yay! Woohoo! Yay. Propaganda for all! Yay! Socialism! <laughs> Sums it up pretty well. <laughs> but yep, so everyone everyone is now a citizen, and like you said, the, uh, the EMT drones calculate the number of people needing medical attention it's enormous yes um, a billion million trillion that's right and everyone's a citizen so everyone can go out to elysium now and, and all of a sudden there's enough for everyone it's, it's like, true it's and that's what's bullshit about the whole movie you're like hey wait a minute what the fuck and then it all hits and you're like this is a post-scarcity in in universe people aren't dying anymore everyone should just get it 
What the fuck? Who cares? Nothing's yep. finite anymore. <laughs> Everyone's going to live forever. You're all going to be 30. Going to live forever. <laughs> What's in the, what band so. is that? Oasis? Obamacare raining from the skies. <laughs> from Elysium. We will, we will survive. <laughs> so Elysium kicks ass. You should go watch it. The Neil Bloomkamp, the director, District 9, fucking Elysium. He's fucking a badass. He does his, like, his special effects. He's known for his uh, photorealistic special effects with the spaceships and stuff. It's really cool. You should go check it out. It was a beautiful movie. Not a sponsor. No. Just the subject. But go watch it. <laughs> Good stuff. <laughs> Sex talk. Sex talk. I was going to say, speaking of fucking. Um, so um, we'll get to my listeners' responses in a little bit. But uh, kind of the question for this episode was uh, basically tell me about a fetish you or someone you know has. Um, Redheads. Redheads? Redheads. Natural redheads. Natural redheads that have um, probably the medium amount of freckles on them and have a big hairy redhead bush. <laughs> so if they shave, you're not down with that? Like well, if they bush? shave, they can leave a little landing strip of, of, of gingerness. Okay. A little ginger down below? Yes. That's my fetish. It's very conventional, mm -hmm. but that's the kind of man I am. There you go. Yeah. Hey. I'm not too kinky because I don't have to be. Oh, really? <laughs> what does that say about me? Shit. I don't um, know. What does that say about you? Because I don't see how that's connected. Anyway. <laughs> I'm just saying. Okay. If I have to be kinky, I don't have to be kinky, but. Yeah. No, no one has to be. It's all our choice. Yes. Kink My kink exists in the world of, oh, a redhead with a little tuft of redhead pubes. There you go. Yes, that is my kink. <clears throat> See, I've, I think mine is like strangely, um, like pantyhose and stockings, but more wearing them. Like You just want to wear them in front of people? Yeah, like that makes me feel hot. Like, what, what, what about it? Just the, is it the feeling of the material on you while you're walking in front of the said person? I think that's what it, it's like a mix of the feel of the material okay. and, and like the look of it, not like granny pantyhose. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to look like, like a grandma then is what you're saying. 
No, I do not want to. We're not talking fucking you don't grandma wanna... pantyhose. Okay. But you want okay, so you want to look somewhat say presentable? Yeah. Presentable okay, and enough, sexy would enough. be preferable. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah, I guess in terms of people that I know, I mean I used to know someone who had a thing for women in high heels, but not just women in high heels, like um he like actually would ask on women his balls. To, yeah, to like stand oh, or fucking, walk on Why him? would you fucking do that to yourself? You're gonna <laughs> hey. get. You're gonna lose it. You're gonna lose your ability to do anything, even produce testosterone. You're gonna have to take the fucking tea cream because your ball got, balls got smashed and destroyed in a crazy sex romp. <laughs> well, Don't I'm not be saying a fucking like... stupid psychopath. Well, and it didn't necessarily have to be like on his balls. I mean, it could be like his chest or his uh, stomach. That doesn't or whatever. matter as long as his balls aren't getting fucking destroyed and mangled. I mean, yeah. you see how that's fucking self defeating. You see how that's a matter of taking yourself out of the gene pool. <laughs> to ask someone to put you to to ask a woman say, "Hey, take this sharp instrument and put it near a situation." And jab it. <laughs> yeah, jab it at the situation that would allow me to reproduce. <laughs> That's an evolutionary dead end. Yep. I'm just saying. But, well, you know, I've known some interesting people. Just saying that's... Uh... <laughs> oh, I remember, though, talking about a, some article about foot fetishes as well. And how it was linked. Oh, that whole thing about the... Uh, the oh, yeah. So, the, like, the neurons in your brain. So when yeah. you when you develop as you're an embryo and you you evolve into this massive beast that we end up being that can fuck and make more, um, once you, Ooh. yeah, what what biology? <laughs> no. um, so uh, before that even happens, mm -hmm. your body produces itself out of the. So at some point, you, me, everyone listening to this, at some point was an embryo. Yeah. From a bundle of nerves descended balls and feet right next to each other. <laughs> and, in, okay. and as they, those feet then emerge from right where the taint is into legs and, you know, extending out. From that bundle of nerves, they're still closely related to each other in the uh, neural map of the brain. And so how all that works, really, or right. fits and, together. Right. And some people with foot fetishes, it is said that those people have cross-wiring and firings that happen between those very closely mapped areas of their brains that makes them love feet very much because it tingles their balls. I was gonna say it gets them excited. Yes, as a as a, as it were, as it were. Interesting. Yes, that is my non-sourced um, contribution. Machine, an <laughs> machine anecdote. <laughs> quick Scream, bit. Screams and moans. Quick bit. Oh, back back on track. Um, we'll get this podcast done. <laughs> Yeah, let's shut this shit up. Exactly. So, um, yeah, here's the part where we get to hear the uh, listener responses to the same question. Good evening, Megan, my lovely. 
I believe you Americanos would call them pantyhose. Can't resist peeling them away. One word. Tattoos. Hi. I would have to say my biggest fetish is that I love to watch. I've never watched two people in the act, but I've always wanted to try that. However, watching a woman masturbate is always a huge turn-on for me. I don't even need to do anything to myself. In fact, it's better if I don't. I discovered this with an old girlfriend. One night she was out of her clothes in a flash and waiting for me. As she waited, she started talking really dirty and was taking care of business without me. I was transfixed by the sight and I sat down in a chair to watch. She kept talking and playing as I sat in silence and watched. My level of excitement was off the charts and the sex we had later was amazing. This has been something I've requested from every girlfriend I've had and always with the same results. As far as watching two people having sex, I don't think I want to see my girlfriend with someone else, but maybe watching a couple of strangers would be exciting. I hope you've enjoyed this. Well, as always, I would like to thank those listeners that submit their responses to the show. And uh, the question for next episode is just going to be about something you find sexy. So what is it about... um, other people that attracts you to them what's sexy about them so if you've got a response for the show you can email us at screams and moans at gmail.com that is spelled uh, uh, at gmail.com i'm such spe- an asshole speaking of assholes <laughs> where, where can uh where can people find you and your show on the FridayAfterWork.fm. You can go to our website, FridayAfterWork.fm. In the right-hand rail, you can find a podcast feed link. You can find an iTunes link. You can find a Stitcher link. Um, you can subscribe to our show. You can check it out. We have two shows. We have Friday After Work, which is our main show, which every episode of that is prefixed with an E. So you'll see E27 or E36 and a title. And it says something dumb and nonsensical and witty that doesn't make sense until either you listen to it or say this is bullshit and kick it out of your fucking thing. And then there's also the Smoldering with the Machine, SWTM, and they're numbered serially in the same. I think we just released 15. I'm about to edit 16. And um, that involves me and my neighbor, which is the uh, Smolder Kisses. You can find them on Twitter, at Smolder Kisses. And he is the man. Check out the Five Minutes Away podcast. Look out for it on iTunes. Um, it's uh, Enrique Black. He's our pal in Seattle. I'm going to go see him soon and record some episodes. And you can find that on the FridayAfterWork.fm feed. And FridayAfterWork.fm. And or through your iTunes or your Stitcher. Stitcher Radio. You can find Screams and Moans on Stitcher Radio. You can. You can also find me on iTunes. If you're enjoying the show, go ahead and give us a nice review and me five stars on uh, iTunes or a thumbs up on Stitcher Radio. We'd love to see uh, us move up the rankings a bit. And uh, yeah, it's the nice thing to do. It's she what I did for Friday after work. New and noteworthy to what's hot. That's where she wants to be. New and noteworthy to what's hot. And only you can do that. But uh, if I haven't said already, you can find us on Twitter at Screams and Moans. And we even have a face. Yeah, 
We even have a Facebook page. A Facebook page. It's on Facebook. We're just uh, the Facebook address slash screams and moans. Well, it's been uh, an enjoyable evening. <laughs> say it. Say it. Say it. Say it. All right, everyone. Have a good night. And, and Bye. You, and you have. I have. AIDS. 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 She has AIDS. AIDS. I do not have AIDS. You have AIDS. That was too much. Goodbye.